Chapter 33 Description of the Rasa Dance Thus hearing the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna speaking to pacify them, the gopis became very much pleased. And not only by hearing his words, but also by touching the hands and legs of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they became completely relieved from the great suffering of separation. After this, the Supreme Personality of Godhead began his rasa dance. When one dances in the midst of many girls, it is called a rasa dance. So Krishna began to dance amongst the most beautiful and fortunate girls within the three worlds. The gopis of Vrindavan, who were so attracted to him, danced with Krishna hand in hand. Krishna's rasa dance should never be compared with any kind of material dance, such as a ball dance or a society dance. The rasa dance is a completely spiritual performance. In order to establish this fact, Krishna, the supreme mystic, expanded himself in many forms and stood beside each gopi. Placing his hands on the shoulders of the gopis on both sides of him, Krishna began to dance in their midst. These mystic expansions of Krishna were not perceived by the gopis because Krishna appeared alone to each one of them. Each gopi thought that Krishna was dancing with her alone. Above that wonderful dance flew many airplanes carrying the denizens of the heavenly planets who were very anxious to see the wonderful dance of Krishna with the gopis. The Gandharvas and Kinaras began to sing and, accompanied by their respective wives, all the Gandharvas began to shower flowers on the dancers. As the gopis and Krishna danced together, a very blissful musical sound was produced from the tinkling of their bells, ornaments, and bangles. It appeared that Krishna was a greenish sapphire locket in the midst of a golden necklace decorated with valuable stones. While Krishna and the gopis danced, they displayed extraordinary bodily features. The movements of their legs, their placing of their hands on one another, and the movements of their eyebrows, their smiling, the movements of the breasts of the gopis, and their clothes, their earrings, their cheeks, their hair with flowers. As they sang and danced, these combined together to appear like clouds, thunder, snow, and lightning. Krishna's bodily features appeared just like a group of clouds. Their songs were like thunder. The beauty of the gopis appeared to be just like lightning in the sky, and the drops of perspiration visible on their faces appeared like falling snow. In this way, both the gopis and Krishna fully engaged in dancing. The necks of the gopis became tinted with red due to their desire to enjoy Krishna more and more. To satisfy them, Krishna began to clap his hands in time with their singing. Actually, the whole world is full of Krishna's singing, but it is appreciated in different ways by different kinds of living entities. This is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita. Yayata mam prapadyante. Krishna is dancing, and every living entity is also dancing. But there is a difference in the dancing in the spiritual world and in the material world. This is expressed by the author of Chaitanya Charitamrita, 
who says that the master dancer is Krishna and everyone is his servant. Everyone is trying to imitate Krishna's dancing. Those who are actually in Krishna consciousness respond rightly to the dancing of Krishna. They do not try to dance independently. But those in the material world try to imitate Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The living entities are dancing under the direction of Krishna's Maya and are thinking that they are equal to Krishna. But this is not a fact. In Krishna consciousness, this misconception is absent. For a person in Krishna consciousness knows that Krishna is the Supreme Master and everyone is his servant. One has to dance to please Krishna, not to imitate or to become equal with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The gopis wanted to please Krishna, and therefore, as Krishna sang, they responded and encouraged him, saying, Well done, well done! Sometimes they presented beautiful music for his pleasure, and he responded by praising their singing. When some of the gopis became very tired from dancing and moving their bodies, they placed their hands on the shoulders of Sri Krishna. Then their hair loosened and flowers fell to the ground. When they placed their hands on Krishna's shoulder, they became overwhelmed by the fragrance of his body, which emanated from the lotus, other aromatic flowers, and the pulp of sandalwood. They became filled with attraction for him, and they began to kiss one another. Some gopis touched Krishna cheek to cheek, and Krishna began to offer them chewed betel nuts from his mouth, which they exchanged with great pleasure by kissing. And by accepting those betel nuts, the gopis spiritually advanced. The gopis became tired after long singing and dancing. Krishna was dancing beside them, and to alleviate their fatigue, they took Sri Krishna's hand and placed it on their raised breasts. Krishna's hand, as well as the breasts of the gopis, are eternally auspicious. Therefore, when they combined, both of them became spiritually enhanced. The gopis so enjoyed the company of Krishna, the husband of the goddess of fortune, that they forgot that they had any other husband in the world. And upon being embraced by the arms of Krishna and dancing and singing with him, they forgot everything. The Srimad Bhagavatam thus describes the beauty of the gopis while they were rasa dancing with Krishna. There were lotus flowers over both their ears, and their faces were decorated with sandalwood pulp. They wore tilak, and there were drops of sweat on their smiling mouths. From their feet came the tinkling sound of ankle bells, as well as bangles. The flowers within their hair were falling to the lotus feet of Krishna, and he was very satisfied. As stated in the Brahma Samhita, all these gopis are expansions of Krishna's pleasure potency. Touching their bodies with his hands and looking at their pleasing eyes, Krishna enjoyed the gopis exactly as a child enjoys playing with the reflection of his body in a mirror. When Krishna touched the different parts of their bodies, the gopis felt surcharged with spiritual energy. They could not adjust their loosened clothes, although they tried to keep them properly. Their hair and garments became scattered, and their ornaments loosened, as they forgot themselves in company with Krishna. <laughs>